Welcome to the Infotainment Podcast Initiating Startup Sequence. Hi, my name is Randy, and the Infotainment Podcast will begin shortly. I will be around mound to podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. like to welcome each and every one of you to this episode of infotainment and subscribe tell a friend if you like and possibly make a donation well uh, first up i have a bit of audio i don't know (laughs) and this should be on every newscast blooper reel there is I don't know if this news story was done live or was pre-recorded, but it is amazing what they keep uh, track of in Broward County. (laughs) And uh, we should congratulate this man. (laughs) But here is the audio. Broward Sheriff's deputies arrest a man who they say has more pussy than he can handle. Hoo-ah! By the look on the reporter's face, it doesn't look like this was done as a sensationalist gag for ratings or whatever. And any man would know that this was uh, not good. (laughs) Any producer, any photographer should have picked this out. But uh, what the deal was, there were... A bunch of cats in the background, and obviously a guy couldn't take care of them. So I didn't want to give it away, but I thought I should. (laughs) That was legitness. I think substituting the word cats might have been the more appropriate word to use than the word... Oh, if I can find... Getting used to this... These uh, sound buttons here. <laughs> then they were... P- <laughs> but gonna hit it a little harder, I think. Giggity, giggity, goo. But I wonder if his neighbors uh, came up and... Oh, I saw the news story about you last night. Congratulations. <laughs> You made the uh, YouTube uh, blooper reel for uh, newscasters. (laughs) I wonder if somebody uh, got the pink slip over that one. But speaking of inappropriate words, such as or I did a movie review of the movie 
bullet train. Uh, most notably notable stars in that movie would have been Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock. I was told by a friend that he went to it uh, with somebody, and they both disliked the movie. One was for all the bloody scenes, fake movie blood, but that didn't bother my friend as much as the inappropriate uh, words such as So from now on, if I do a movie review, I might have to monitor that uh, when I do the review and say, well, it's got a lot of swearing in it. If you don't like that, you, you shouldn't go. But I mean, I'm, I'm so desensitized to that because it's used so much. I kind of wonder, uh, when in history did they decide these words were bad? Now, the, the men's channels, I mean, on YouTube, because of the restrictive algorithm and a lot of them leaving YouTube as a primary uploader and going to locals.com because YouTube has become so woke and restrictive. They're, they're using the word, well, basically it's having sex. And they uh, they started using the word smash so it doesn't get flagged or demonetized. Luckily, uh, at least for my places I upload, you can kind of fly under the radar, I guess, for the amount of listeners I have. Which, by the way, if you do enjoy the program, please tell a friend. If you do use PayPal, you might consider making a little donation there in the tip jar at randyms12 at gmail.com. That's M as in Mary, S as in Sam, randyms12 at gmail.com. But from now on, I, I will try to notice that a little more. Basically, I I did kind of wince at some of the bloodier scenes, but the, the adult language, yeah, it's just like how, all these movies that need to do that to, I mean, it's, is it necessary? I mean, I can, I have used those words, I don't think I. it works comedically if you feel like you have to use those words all the time. They just become so commonplace. Just like I said, when did, when did um, history did these words become uh, swear words? Or when did we come up with the concept that these words are uh, bad for you to say. The people on Locals are happy as far as I know. I haven't really used it much. I still use YouTube, but it is rapidly becoming very family-friendly. 
all this. Sometimes I worry about some of the things I, uh, the audio I put up as far as getting, saying, well, these companies coming back and saying that you can't use this. It's a violation or copyright thing, but... Of all the people that do these reaction videos and use audio and video of Family Guy and South Park, and that, I mean, that does create viewers because it gets the fans of the show and the fans of the guy. There's one, Adam Kauser. I I like his uh, style of doing it as he, well, it's these try not to laugh video uh, where he examines that. Try not to laugh. And probably not the smartest thing he does, but he does this one where he loads his mouth with water, and if he laughs, he spits it all over his equipment. He doesn't even try not to use an area where there's no equipment when he does. But the guy is funny. Adam Kauser, not Krauser, C-O-U-S-E-R. Funny guy, but he he does reaction uh, videos and and try not to laugh videos on Family Guy and uh, South Park usually and on Twitch. But also, I I tried to get uh, this guy on on the air with me because I think he'd be a funny a funny guest or. Uh, co-host for an episode, uh, Benny, but we, well, I did a stand-up comedy thing a while back where I did about 26 minutes of what I would do now if I were on stage again at a comedy club, and he said, oh, you'd have to use this button continuously for me. And I would have if we'd covered the topic of airplanes and airlines. And I talk about that on my stand-up comedy thing about I I don't write, uh, travel on airplanes anymore, but I did as a kid. It's amazing how differently you look at uh, flying when you're a little kid versus when you become an adult. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I have to say about airplanes is I hope I don't crash in one if I do ever have to fly again. But So we started talking about airlines. And I've never uh, had to use this airline or used it at all, but it, the airline in the, is called Spirit. And uh, all I've heard about this... Uh, Company is a negative thing, <laughs> and Benny is uh, one of them. Uh, he he, uh, he had some some words for the that company about their service and uh, how they run their uh, snack system and how bad the seating is. <laughs> so it kind of went like this: Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Last Saturday, I did have a mini family reunion in uh, Fairmont, Minnesota. 
nice town around their lake system there at a park. And I would like to say hello to Joe. And I and he was talking about podcasts and he goes, Did you ever think that when you were a kid that you would uh, get your vo voice in other countries and stuff like that doing a podcast. N no, I never did. <laughs> and I think you would make a great, uh, great guest or co-host also. And I wish him well. So anytime, if he wants to call in, or Benny, or... I have a two mic set up here. For Joe, it'd be easier for the call-in. For Benny, it'd be uh, either way, a phone-in or a sit-down thing here. It is in the Comedian Code of Ethics that, uh, that they have to at least say five to ten uh, jokes about airlines and uh, <laughs> airports and flying in general. In the, this era, era of catchphrases and all this thing uh, uh, going on in the last uh, a few sappy and crappy years, starting with 2020, <laughs> um, did I ever think like... Uh, uh, as a kid, I would, or 20 years ago, what I hear, uh, the, the word wokeness, uh, doubling down or gaslighting, but no, I wouldn't have thought that. But now we have the, uh, catchphrase, quiet quitting. Have you quiet quit your job? Uh, I do have this article. Yeah, it's uh, employees say quiet quitting is just setting boundaries. Companies fear long-term effects. Well, many, many people have just taken jobs for because they're desperate for a paycheck. I know I've done that and I've been looking for something else since day one of starting that job. You know, I did what I had to do for that uh, employer, but in my last employer, I, I went above and beyond what they called for for certain reasons, and they really liked me there. But unfortunately, uh, <clears throat> physically, bipolar decided uh, you need to just take a step back and... Uh, go another path but so now I'm doing something I really enjoy and I'm gonna like to turn it into a profession more uh, uh, pro deal as far as the financial aspect of it but it hasn't seemed to happen yet but but let's get into that article Maggie Perkins, a Georgia-based teaching advocate, had been working as a teacher for nearly half a decade before she decided to quiet quit her job. I wonder if she 
and knew of the phrase before she started. The decision didn't mean she'd leave her position, but rather limit her work to her contract hours. Nothing more, nothing less. No matter how much I hustle as a teacher, there isn't a growth system or recognition incentive. Perkins told Time Magazine, geez, what happened to magazines anymore? But uh, I suppose it's all, a lot of them are online. No, I'm not. <laughs> but if I didn't quite quit my teaching job, I would burn out. Perkins joins a larger online community of workers who have been sharing their experiences on TikTok, taking a quiet quitting mentality. The concept of no longer going above and beyond and instead doing what their job description requires of them and only that. The movement comes in the wake of a global pandemic that caused employees to reimagine what work could look like. Working at home, for example, considering the potentials of extended remote work. I should have read ahead. <laughs> Not working much on Fridays, or in some cases amid the great resignation. Well, that's because it's tougher to get people to work for you unless you're up in that recognition and pay. Not, uh, not working at all. I don't know how you get away with that without uh, getting the old pink slip. Well, I guess uh, the resignation would be, but if you're trying to not work at all on Fridays, I don't think that would last long. Ariana Huffington, founder of the Huffington Post and CEO at Thrive, wrote in a viral LinkedIn post, quiet quitting isn't just about quitting on a job, it's a step toward quitting on life. Yeah, you have, you have to have a goal or uh, to reach for, uh, let's see, CEO at Thrive. I do get a Thrive magazine. I guess maybe that's probably under her direction. As quiet quitters defend their choice to take a step back from work, company executives and workplace experts argue that Although doing less might feel good in the short term, it could harm your career and your company in the long run. Why companies are worried about quiet quitting. With worries of an economic slowdown swirling, productivity levels are a major concern to company executives. U.S. Uh, non-farm worker productivity in the second quarter has fallen 2.5% since the same period last year, its steepest annual drop since 1948. Wow. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yeah, if you, uh, I remember reading about uh, the, the puppet master at uh, Facebook Meta. <laughs> The almost human like Zuckerberg uh, 
kind of say, well, if you don't like it here, you can just leave. So basically, probably, maybe you should read this story. Uh, Companies are now looking at productivity scales as a metric for excellence, with some going as far as moderating employees' keyboard activity. Major tech companies like Google are signaling that they are slowing hiring and could lay off staff uh, amid concerns about overall productivity. Yeah, if you just drive them to burnout, what good is that? Johnny C. Taylor Jr., president and CEO of Society for Human Resource Management, the world's largest human resource society, says remote work has caused severe burnout. Hmm. You know, I would only do that if I knew I was going to be, well, I would do that if I could because I have been trying to explore some uh, non-scamming type remote computer work, but Zoom fatigue and made it harder for some workers to take breaks from home. I don't know a company in America that is not sensitized to burnout and the need for employees to step away from the workplace for their mental health. And that what uh, weekends are for. Taylor, who has, uh, who is a CEO himself, leads a team of over 500 associates advocates for his employees taking time off when they are feeling overworked. But he doesn't see how embracing uh, quiet quitting will be helpful to employees in the long term. I understand the concept, but the words are off-putting. He says anyone who tells their business leaders that they are a quiet quitter is likely not to have a job for very long Yeah, you don't want to say anything, even if you do do this. Uh, I'm not going to try to say this name, but CEO of job platform Lenza also believes the decision won't serve employees uh, in the long term. Anytime that you silence your own voice in an organization... You may be depriving yourself of the opportunity to change that organization, says his spokesperson. Well, that's if you have a high enough job that you can actually (laughs) effectively promote change. (laughs) If you're mopping the floors or whatever, uh, I don't think so. Employees acting on their dissatisfaction English, do you speak it? Dissatisfaction at work isn't only potentially affecting their job security. Gallup State of the Global Workplace report found that job dissatisfaction is at a staggering all-time high and that unhappy and disengaged workers cost the global economy $7.8 trillion in lost productivity. Uh, Well, you can uh, 
say, uh, cut staff and increasing uh, the people, the workload of the people who are left is probably a big uh, causation of this. The decision to step away from hustle culture. Oh, there's another one. (laughs) Can cause tension between employees and company executives and can also cause a rift between fellow colleagues who may have to pick up the slack whether people feel like their co-workers are committed to quality work uh, can affect the performance of the organization and cause friction inside teams and organizations, says Jim Harder, chief scientist for Gallup's workplace management practice. The general divide and the significance of pay. There are potential generational differences between the boomers and Gen X executives that have subscribed to the hustle, rise and grind mentality to climb the corporate ladder versus younger generations that tend to prioritize uh, Xbox and PlayStation, uh, uh, a better work-life balance, uh, according to the Lottie's 2022 Global Gen Z and Millennial Survey. The survey also found that among the top concerns of the Gen Z and Millennial uh, generation is finances, with pay being the number one reasons in the demographic left their roles in the last two years. Uh, Shanae Bow, a Millennial software developer, acknowledges that she and many of her colleagues are in the industry for the pay, but she too prioritizes stepping away from work when necessary. Well, if you got the vacation time and put in what's required of you, they shouldn't have a problem. Uh, She's not convinced quiet quitting is the best term for setting boundaries. It's negative and dangerous that we frame a healthy work life Balance as quitting, says Bo. Can we just call it what it is? It's just working. Yeah, if you define yourself by your works, 100%, that's probably not healthy either. You got to have some outside interests and things that drive you to, you know. When Bo isn't working, her 9 to 5, she runs... Uh, B-A-O, B-A-O Farm, <laughs> Bayo, uh, a small-scale uh, vegetable farm. She acknowledges that she's got a different mentality when farming because the farm is my passion. There is an intrinsic motivation to do more, probably because you're more interested in it. Now, that was my problem, and most of my, a lot of my jobs were taken out of a very desperate need for survival, but, and uh, it, because it wasn't my area that I thought I wanted to get into, which is not healthy either, but uh, let's continue here. Gallup's harder degrees 
that passion is a big factor in whether people decide to look for a new job and how much they're willing to work for. Pay is usually interpreted in the context of how you feel about your job. If you're disengaged, you'll be willing to work to look for less. Hmm. That I hadn't thought of. For a long time, I wasn't disengaged, but the uh, I never liked the interview process. Uh, just, uh, but here we go. Uh, we're loudly persisting as an alternative. Very CEO of Lenza has over 200 employees and has been working hard to not have quiet quitters amongst his staff. Aside from providing his employee remote work flexibility and on-site perks at the office, he says his workplace lacks quiet quitters because he values employees' moments of pushback. Hmm. Well, if you're a quiet quitter, are you going to say you're a quiet quitter? Uh, you're going to make that, well, it sounds like he's doing a good job, at, but the he says, uh, oh, he says his workplace lacks quiet quitters. So how's he going to know uh, the total on that? But making employees comfortable enough to voice their concerns before they get to the stage of quietly changing their pace of work is key, according to his spokesperson. Employers have to make an effort to enable people to have a say in their future. He says, uh, I want them to stick around and I'll stick out my neck to encourage them to do so. Well, uh, there you go. That's a, a, a good thing. A very coins an alternative loudly persisting. The act of employees feeling encouraged enough to vocalize how their organization can better serve their goals. Well, if... <laughs> If it's a good thing, but you got to have a filter on there, you might uh, ruffle some feathers. When I say squeaky wheel gets a grease, I guess. So when you loudly persist, you have a sense of belonging and of having a stake in where the company is going. Quiet quitters may need a better fit. Career coach Allison Peck never considered himself a quiet quitter. In fact, she credits going above and beyond at her job in the medical device industry as the reason she was able to purchase her first home. But that wasn't always the case. Her first job out of graduate school required her to work 14 hours uh, a day for six days a week, only for her to be laid off a year into it. Choose carefully who you go above and beyond for and determine if it's worth it. Sometimes it pays off, but sometimes it doesn't, says Peck. She views quiet quitting as a symptom of employees not connecting to their work or managers. Her career advice for quiet quitters is to consider a bolder move. Finding a new job manager, team, or company that better aligns with you 
uh, all together can get you out of this quiet quitting mindset, says Peck, that make you want to jump through hoops. Hmm. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have had that feeling at any job I ever had, but right now I'm probably the happiest I've been uh, in a long time being able to do this at my own leisure and pace. Uh, if I was uh, paid substantially, I would definitely increase the amount of podcasting I do. But, and put in ads and sponsors and all that sort of thing. But that's the goal I'm working for. So you got to have something you're striving for or why do it, you know. Well, I think it's time to wrap up this episode of Infotainment. Subscribe, tell a friend, uh, make a donation if you're so inclined via PayPal at randyms12 at gmail.com. And as always, I will say, uh, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight. Giggity. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence. Thank mm-hmm. you.